Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by the sense of hope that you get at the beginning of a new year. Also, Bailey's Irish Cream. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And we are coming to you with that post-inauguration glow. Yeah, we we are feeling extremely relieved. Uh, my overall feeling this morning was like, my mind is at ease, and I don't know what to do with that. Let the news be boring again. Uh, hopefully, at least, right now. Yeah. The last time we came in super optimistic, a coup happened like three days later, <laughs> so like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But for now, I'm I'm all feeling cozy and comfy. My heat is working again. Um, and, uh, and we've just got our Kobe, cozy, comfy vibes like Bernie Sanders yeah. going on. So uh, I'm living that post-birthday life. And looking fabulous, by the way. Yeah, I got a haircut. So yeah, uh, looks that's, beautiful. that's only for Hannah and none of the listeners. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're going to kick off this episode with uh, a question from Kate's Corner. For those of you not in the know. Kate is our number one fan and technically the biological sister of Hannah, but I also feel as though she is my sister. So yeah. For those who have never listened to us before, Arguments About Nothing is a podcast in which we discuss silly hypothetical situations and questions as if they are something when in fact they really are nothing. And uh, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, you won't know that my sister Kate She's really, really good at coming up with questions, and I am not. So I've decided to basically outsource my work to her, and we're just going to give her a little segment now called Kate's Corner, and uh, and from here on out, anytime she's got some questions, you guys get to listen to them. So what does she got for us today? So today, and this is a little unusual, uh, for those of you who regularly listen, you'll know that we usually end our podcast with... A question in the segment, would you still go out with him? Our favorite segment. Yeah. But it's Kate's Corner and there are no rules. So yeah. in Kate's corners, t- in Kate's Corner today, uh, we have a would you still go out with him? All right. Kate says, would you still go out with him? You go over to his place to spend the night and catch him in the shower in the morning wearing his underwear. You ask him about this and he says, oh, This is just how I wash my underwear. You notice another pair hanging to dry next to his towel. What do you do? She did not specify which date this is. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like, I don't know, fifth date, something like that. How married is he to this behavior? Because my first thought is like, okay, well, we're not doing that anymore. So... (laughs) I guess my first question would be like, how do you wash the rest of your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Why an exception? <laughs> yeah, like Why? like he's not in the shower with all of his clothes on, just right. like pouring Tide on him, his body. Um, so, Although that is a good question. Is he using any sort of special detergent on his body slash underwear? Yeah. I mean, this is so bizarre to me because it's not like he doesn't know that a washing machine exists because ostensibly he uses it for the rest of his clothes. So he knows how to do laundry. He just chooses 
to wash his underwear in a way that seems not super effective. Not only that, yeah, I was going to say, not only is it weird that that's the only article of clothing he's chosen to wash this way, but if you're still wearing your underwear, the part that needs to be washed is not, I mean, it's not really getting the exposure I mean, it's pot, like, it, it might be, like... I just, I feel like if it is getting the exposure it needs, that's bad for your body. Right. You know? (laughs) Like, are you burning your junk to have clean drawers? I have, like, honestly, this feels, like, I would have so many questions that I would be like, who taught you this? Yeah, to me, this, this feels like a failure of parenting somehow. Yeah. Also, like, how did you get here? (laughs) Because <laughs> ostensibly you're in your 30s, you know, late 20s at the very, like, youngest. And no one, like, I, I'm i not the first girl who's seen you shower. I'm certain. Right. So it's like, yeah, your parents failed in letting this happen. But also, like, your ex-girlfriends were supposed to get rid of this for me. Well... To be fair, we don't know that he has had ex-girlfriends. He's probably had other people stay over, but it could be that what happened was they stayed over, they saw him do this, they promptly broke up with him and left, and never told him the real, you know, the reason I'm leaving is because of your underwear. Yeah, but ostensibly he's seen other people shower and noticed that they're not wearing underwear, right? I well, I I think he I think he understands that that's not how most people do it, but he's just like, oh, this is just how I you know this is just how I do it. I just wash it. It's it's fast this way. No, I see. I don't believe that anyone knows that there's a different way than that, and still chooses <laughs> that. <laughs> but he has to, like you said, he has to know that washing machines exist. Yeah. I'm picturing, I'm, and again, this is not my question. This is Kate's question. But I'm picturing that he, like, did it one time out of desperation. I've washed my underwear in the sink before. That's the yeah. thing. Like, there's awfully, you could wash them by hand. You could use, you could wash them in your shower. Just take them off before you wash them. Like, yeah. But you're smart. And <laughs> let's just say it's not that I've never come in contact with a human male who did some hygiene stuff that I found questionable. The thing that bothers me most about this question is it feels plausible. Right. I feel It does feel plausible to me, which is maybe why I'm trying to say, like, I don't think it's so ridiculous because I feel like I've seen questionable hygiene before. You know, it's, it's not like I would scream and run away. You no, know what I, mean? I would immediately be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it would be a probably not as kind a conversation as I would like it to be. But I would immediately be like, what are you doing? And he would answer and I would be like, don't act like that's normal. Like, <laughs> I would be upset. Like, he would have to acknowledge the fact that that's weird. Because if he just tried to gaslight me into being like, oh, yeah, this is how I do it. Totally fine. It's like, no, you watch movies. Like, even if you have had no interaction with real human girl people, like. Well, what if he said, 
you know, I know it's weird. I just sort of got in this weird habit, this bad habit of doing it, and I'm lazy and I don't want to date a lazy man. If you're too lazy to wash your underwear, like you're not gonna be a good partner. He is washing his underwear. No, he's not though. He's wetting his underwear. You know. Maybe. Maybe he's sticking the soap down there. It doesn't no, it doesn't matter. It like <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna have a child with that man. You know? <laughs> like like date the man you want your son to become, and I do mm. not want my son I will have failed as a mother if my son does that. Absolutely not. So, I mean, but that doesn't mean we have to break up immediately if he's willing to not be that man anymore. Because, honey, it's not that big of a lift. You're already doing your other laundry. Just put the underwear in the laundry. If he wasn't willing to do that small ask to, like, date me, fuck him. Not worth it. That was pretty much my answer was just tell him you don't do this anymore, please. And can you just wash it like a normal person? And if he responded to that by just immediately starting to wash his underwear like a normal person and not showering in them. Yeah. I think maybe salvageable, you know, but I I think it just depends on how he takes that feedback. Yeah. I I don't know how I'd react in the moment, though. I think I would react poorly. (laughs) You would just yell at him, basically. I don't think I would yell at him, but I would be unkind. Like, it would not be a gentle, like, tell me more about this experience. I would be like, no, this is weird. This is weird. Maybe I'm a a laundry shamer. I don't know. I think I would be mostly confused and shocked. So I don't think I would be particularly mean just because I would be trying to figure out, like, what happened here? (laughs) You know? I think this question makes me angry and I'm going to tell you why because men don't have to clean things like men don't have to function because they just just like I'm not gonna say all men but like a lot of men don't learn how to do these care tasks correctly like cooking or cleaning or like sewing or whatever because they just assume they're gonna have a wife who's going to do it for them um and like that kind of like this feels like that to me a little bit. Not that he's asking. The thing is, you to- I feel like I feel like I've met quite a lot of gentlemen who never learned how to do some of the basic domestic stuff, but it wasn't because they just assumed a wife was going to do it for them. It was because they weren't bothered by the outcome of their horrible habits. So but even I, that, to me, it's it's less about making me angry. Like you expect somebody else to do this for you, because dating men in your thirties, like they're not expecting somebody else to do this for them necessarily. But they've gotten to their thirties without ever finding a better way. You know, to me, what bothers me is like your hygiene standards and laziness standards just may not be up to what I need from you as a partner. That bothers me too because women are expected to do so much performative shit to be attracted to be attractive to men. And this man can't even shower properly to be yeah. attract like the bar is so low. Yeah, that's fair. You are digging a hole underneath the bar to get underneath. Like the bar is so low. You just have to shower like a normal human being. Like 
women are expected to be like funny and smart and make good money and never be a gold digger and never have emotional needs and also be weirdly hairless and like you know like, <laughs> weirdly hairless i we, mean seriously you know what i mean and we're supposed to always smell good even though we're not allowed to use antiperspirant anymore i mean come on yeah we're just like we're supposed to be all things all the time for everyone and you can't even fucking wash your underwear like it is just like it like bothers me that that feels especially like on the fifth date like you're rolling out your weird shit like (laughs) bitch impress me what are you doing like you know this is weird and you're just gonna do it because you don't give a shit whether or not I'm attracted to you that's how it feels to me I went to a guy's house one time and it was my first time over there and I walked into the kitchen to just get a glass of water and it was crunchy underneath my feet on the kitchen floor and it was cat litter that was all over his kitchen floor that his cat had like now granted you have a cat they they drag litter out but he had not cleaned it up and he had allowed a woman to come over to his apartment for the first time and crunch all over his kitchen cat litter covered floor yeah and i was like really i i mean i would have at least swept for your ass you know like Yeah, it's just, like, the bar is so low, and it's just, like, such an act of disrespect. Like, I, if you, fine, you don't respect yourself enough to clean your under, like, to take the time to do the self-care. That, in and of itself, is a red flag to me, because I don't, I only want to date people who care about themselves. But now you don't even care about me enough to, like, chill. I don't know. This seems bad. here's a question. Is it that... So women are expected to do all this performative stuff and men are not. But I guess in my brain, I've always just sort of hoped I would find a partner who would be okay with me not doing all the performative stuff all the time. And, sure. And who I could just feel sort of comfortable around. So I guess if this person doing was super la- comfortable. Doing your laundry is not performative though. He's not no. doing basic like hygiene self-care. You know? Right. No, that's true. This is much worse. <laughs> it would be fine if he hadn't shaved his beard in a while. You know? Like that, you know. Oh, that's just good. That's just that's just hot. So you, But you like there there's a difference like me not wearing makeup is akin to him having like a scraggly beard that he hasn't trimmed up in a while. You know? That is not akin there is nothing I want to do that is akin to not washing my underwear that is does wash his underwear (laughs) that is not a no he doesn't that's not a legitimate washing in my opinion i mean i agree with you i'm just sort of saying i think i would give the guy a conversation i would too this is also under the assumption that this is like a really great guy that i've really enjoyed having five dates with and now i've just been kind of thrown this loop I think I would just need time to readjust and further figure out what's happening in his alien mind. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't immediately break up with him, but I would be mad at him about it. All right, first successful Kate's Corner. Hey, how was that to have a would you still go out with him question that you didn't know in advance? I got like really mad about that one. <laughs> you did. Uh, and I don't know if that was just like my headspace coming in or if like it was just... <laughs> So surprising. But I don't usually get that angry about them. But I got, like, real heated. I still feel a little heated. 
normally you're asking me like what you're you're throwing me these like terrible men to react to on the spot yeah I feel like we've had worse would you still go out with him than that one but for whatever reason that one really (laughs) bugged me um not that I've ever dated a man who's done anything like that I don't want to feel like oh she was real triggered I wonder what's in her past but like I don't know. That one really got me. It made me real angry. This is this is how it is to be on the receiving end of the uh, the would you still go out with him questions. Okay. I have one question that I really don't know if it's going to work or not. So I'm just going to start with that one. Great. <laughs> I am all for experimentation. <laughs> so bang, marry, kill. Ooh, excellent. Red, blue, or yellow? Interesting. <laughs> Nothing more to go on here? No. Just give me your thoughts on some colors. All right. Uh, (laughs) I I, I think you you marry blue, you bang yellow, and you kill red. There you go. Wow, interesting. Why? I feel like... You're you're literally asking for reasons here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think you're wrong. Um, (laughs) I can't... I can't be wrong about this. No, I think you can, because the obvious answer is that you bang the color red. And that was my first instinct, and then I I decided that my first instinct was wrong. Okay, tell me why you chose your wrong answer. Well, obviously blue you have to marry. I think we're both agreeing. Uh, yeah, I think we agree. That's just like marrying, like, Happiness. the sea. yeah. You know, it's, it's the calming. Beautiful yes, it's color. relaxation. Yeah, you know, exactly. And Natural. you can't marry red because it's too vibrant. Like it's too overwhelming. The reason I decided to kill red is that red has all of these kind of negative associations with it. So, anger and you know, like it, it's harsh and intense. It means stop. It's like. And this, you know, killing like the color of blood, red, is, is is all these sort of bad associations. And I know that it's also associated with like lust and hearts and love and et cetera. Yeah. Um, Passion. But, and, and yeah, exactly. Which is why my brain went there immediately. But then I was like, no, it's a harsher color. And I was thinking, I was thinking about it as wall colors. I was like, okay. Obviously, I'm going to marry blue, but if I had to have something else in my life as a color surrounding me, I wouldn't put the harsh, intimidating, in-your-face, negative vibe red. I would put soothing, happy, joyful yellow. And also, my favorite color is green, and yellow and blue together make green. So there you go. That's all the reasons I had. These are colors. I'm not wrong. No, I think you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) and like i have a hot take that you may not agree with but i am curious if the listeners agree with me i think yellow sucks interesting in all varieties i don't like it in clothes i don't like it interior design i lived in a dorm in college and they (laughs) painted all the walls yellow but like you'd rather have red walls that's like out of a murder they but they picked like pea yellow 
Like, okay. it was... There are very unattractive... Um, there are also lovely shades of yellow that... You, I disagree. Urine-colored. I hate yellow. What I about the have, sun? I've hated... I always have hated yellow. I think it's the worst color. And, like, there are also... Yes, like, a deep blood red would probably be overwhelming to live in. But, like, a sandstone red would be, like, a very nice that's terracotta red. red. That's sandstone and terracotta. That's not red. I think those are kinds of reds. Just primary the same. colors. Yellow is a primary color. I'm saying... I'm not talking about, like, permutations of red that could look nice. Talking yeah, about red. I find, I find pure yellow to be as overwhelming as pure red well that's why you don't marry either of them you only marry blue but yeah exactly for sure i mean we agree on you marry blue but i would rather bang red than i also like you could do like a very vibey romantic like black and red like lounge sort of room yeah i don't know i mean yellows again happy vibrant exciting joyful that those are the associations with yellow you can't nah. you can't disagree with that i know no. you don't personally like no. it but when one describes yellow that is the association i don't get it i've never gotten it i just i think it's wrong i but do that, when i think think of the color yellow i do not think happiness it's literally the color of a happy face. <laughs> I under I it's get the it. Color like, of happiness. <laughs> I said this was a hot take, okay? Like I understand. <laughs> I know, but I have to argue with your hot take. I'm just saying. I think that society fucked up on yellow. Here's what I find interesting. We have argued about all sorts of things, <laughs> and rarely has the argument got so heated as. Between I don't know. red and yellow. <laughs> Kate's Corner really put me in a mood, okay? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, my two least favorite things, men and the color yellow. <laughs> you came up with this question. <laughs> I know, and I didn't think it would have legs, but apparently when I'm squirrely enough, everything has legs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does have legs. I think that we're just tired. Um whatever all right so moving on listeners let us know we'll, we'll put it up on instagram at arguments about nothing if anyone hates yellow please dm me because i don't know anyone who hates yellow and i've been alone in this for many years <laughs> so please uh, seriously i don't hate red or yellow i just was trying to think of what seemed more pleasant in the moment i understand why you chose the wrong things that you chose Mm. Well, that's all we can hope for on this podcast. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a hard left. Thank goodness. What's the best appliance to get for your birthday? Appliance as it, like specific to like a kitchen appliance or like a like a vacuum would work too, like a a household appliance. I mean, the best appliance to get is the appliance that I just got for Christmas. Tell me. So I can vouch that it is, in fact, the best appliance. And it is an espresso maker. Ah, yes. You did tell me about this. Got it. Yes. And um, it has changed my life. Tell me my, more. The, the quality of my life has drastically improved. It's like every day is special now. I can make lattes whenever I want to. Got um, it. 
I just I have something to look forward to in the mornings. It's delicious. It's wonderful. I have a, I have a reason to wake up in the morning. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's great. It's just a small appliance. It it gives you much happiness. It's easy to clean. It's it's great. That's a good answer for people no, it, who. It's the best answer. I know you hate <laughs> coffee and yellow. <laughs> We're literally going over all the things that I hate today because I also really hate coffee she hates coffee i, I hate coffee controversial so much i've never had more than like a sip of coffee because after i sip coffee it is disgusting and i'm like why do people do this to themselves so i understand why that's your answer it's the not answer. mine mm. so the reason i came up with this question is i recently had my birthday and i realized that i am at the age now where i get excited about appliances Like, for Christmas, I bought myself a vacuum cleaner, and I was, like, stoked on that. And for my birthday, I got an ice cream machine, which I think is the best appliance to get. I gave somebody an ice cream machine for their birthday one year as an appliance because I thought it was also excellent. But then they didn't use it very much. They didn't end up using it all that often. Whereas I use my coffee maker twice a day. Yeah. So I think from a use standpoint and also probably a saving money standpoint, the yeah. espresso machine is probably very good for you. Right. Um, if I were the person who received an espresso machine, I would never use it. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. And I will say that I have yet to use the ice cream machine But that's because I received a lot of cookies and cake and chocolate for my birthday. And I was told that I'm not allowed to make ice cream until (laughs) I finish the... Who told you that? People in my life who care about me. (laughs) People who have my best... Not me. It wasn't me, folks. (laughs) People who have my best interests at heart. That's fair. Um, That's fair. It was me to me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, but why is that the best appliance? Because you can have... What? You can you, you can just buy ice cream if you really want ice cream You can much. just buy coffee. I'll, I mean, like... No, not twice a day. Like... Yes, you can. <laughs> also, don't let you me can, come back. No, no, no. I mean, like, I... I I don't even have a, a coffee shop near me very easily during COVID times to go out and get multiple coffees a day. But you could go to the grocery store and get a, a giant tub of ice cream that'll last you forever. I couldn't do that because the amount of ice cream that I need to consume <laughs> to not murder the people in my life is very high. I don't like the way that you just looked at me when you said that, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, like, I guess it's just, like, pick your poison. I will say that, like, if you want to talk about things you can't buy super easily, vacuums really add something to your life. <laughs> it's true. You know what there I mean? There really is just the one solution unless you're going to really sweep everything a lot. You know, like, that really is is kind of priceless. I will also say, talk about, like, a dishwasher or just, like, a a clothes washer and dryer. These are appliances I don't have, but 
would be kind of life-changing. I would love a dishwasher. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, I also, I think it was because it was, like you said, for your birthday. So I was like, what is something that you would conceivably be gifted I I mean, uh, good on you if, if you I, got people who can gift you a dishwasher, but that's not really. If, I mean, I feel like that's something my dad would get for my mom for her birthday or something like that. It's just like you got to own your own house. Yeah. Anyway. And we're millennials and we don't understand that life. No. So. Okay. Well, I think our answers both make sense for us. I think that my answer is actually vacuum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hard turn (laughs) no i mean like i'm very excited about the ice cream maker but i think i'll end up using the vacuum more often than i will use the ice cream maker because i use the vacuum several times a week okay this is like kind of like a would you still go out with him but it's not one so it's like a situational thing okay and is definitely not something that happened to me this weekend (laughs) um so you go to get a haircut, your your stylist ignores your wishes and gives you a totally different haircut. Like, you ask for long layers, and he just cuts a pixie cut. Whoa. It looks bomb, but yeah. it's totally not what you asked for. Would you go back? No. <laughs> but you look amazing. I guess I shouldn't say no. I guess I should say it depends. On what he did to me. Like he if, dyed your hair. So here's the here's the thing. If I said I want long layers and I wanted to keep my hair long and he gave me a pixie cut and somehow against all odds and <laughs> laws of nature, it looked good on me. Yeah. I would be still quite mad at him because what he's basically done is consigned me to getting very regular <laughs> haircuts with him and probably only him he's basically forced me to get regular trims to upkeep this amazing impossible cute pixie haircut which you know like once you have short hair you have to get your haircut all the time in order to maintain it yep so i don't think i would go back to him because he's he's missed a vital part of what i requested which was low maintenance and it feels almost skeezy to me that he's basically just been like, well, now you have to keep coming back to me. You know well, what I mean? Well, would you confront him about it or would you just quietly accept your haircut and then disappear into the night? If I thought my hair was going to be down past my shoulders and he cut a pixie cut, <laughs> yeah. fuck yes, I would confront him about it. Are you kidding? So when you did that, what if it's, what if he was like, oh, I just knew you would look better this way? You're not... <laughs> <laughs> He was just like, I but I you look great. I made you look amazing. Yeah, but How you're not you? Jonathan Van Ness. I did not I did I didn't what give you permission. Was? Okay, well then that's totally fine. And I love you, Jonathan Van Ness. And you're welcome to cut my hair whenever you want. But this isn't a show in which I have given you carte blanche to just do whatever yeah. to my hair, right? Like I I asked for something specific. So you've ignored my request and Cutting hair is so personal. Like, okay, so great. It worked out this time. What if it hasn't? Because, you know, there's a lot of haircuts that do not look good on me. Like, and also, what if I can't reproduce it and I go home the next day and it looks like shit because I don't know how to style a pixie cut? Yeah. Like, it's just not, you can't just, like, 
also that would be cutting like a foot of hair off of my head like you can't cut a foot of hair off of someone's head without their permission you just can't it's a consent thing now i'm getting mad <laughs> this is so funny we're having a very opposite reaction i would be very fine with this what i regularly go into hairstylists and i'm like do whatever you want but if I said to him, do whatever you want, and he did that, I would have no problem with it. Yeah, I don't know. It would. I don't think it would bother me. I would be like, bold move, sir, but I look hot, so it's fine. No. No, that's not how it works. Consensual haircutting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in I don't know. I, I'm into it. I would be like, touche, bold move, but touche, sir. You knew what you were doing. I have gone in to hair- get haircuts before and said, just do whatever you think would look good. And I have had people cut my hair very short as a result. But it's very different when you're not expecting it. Like, what if I had a reason I wanted my hair long? Like, what if I had a a wedding coming up and I was a bridesmaid and I everybody was going to get a certain kind of hairstyle with their long curls? Like, you don't know what's happening in my life. Yeah, I mean, I think you are saying the right answer. <laughs> I just, it's not how I feel. Yeah. I, mean, I think that more people will agree with you. However, I'm very much on the train of fairy godmother, please do with me whatever you want to. So he gave you a pixie cut that somehow looked great. Yeah. Even though by your own admission, you've had a pixie cut before that you hated. Yeah. So let's say he does that, and then all of a sudden you have to figure out how to style this so it looks right, and you're going to have to go in for regular trims, and you're going to have to, like, keep going back to him and only him to get your hair cut. So here's the deal. I wouldn't be mad. I don't know if I would go back, but that's not because I would be mad. It would be because I'm lazy, (laughs) and I forget that hair needs to be cut. Interesting. I might go back, though. Like, like, because growing out a pixie cut is something I've done, and the hair does get really annoying. So I might go back and be like, make me look pretty again. What if you went back to him and then he couldn't do it again? It was like a total fluke. (laughs) Oh, then I would just go wherever. Then I would get somebody to trim up the back and grow it out again. Yeah, I know. I know you got angry with other questions, but this What one, if it wasn't a pixie cut? What if it was just something that you didn't like? But it was still, like, long hair in general? Maybe a bob. Something that wasn't a, as much of a bitch to grow out. I mean, if it was more easy to just kind of grow out and get rid of quickly, and, and it could be more easily, like, thrown yeah. into a ponytail if I hated it, Yeah, I would be less upset. But you don't hate it. You love it. But... I don't know if I'm going to still love it tomorrow after I wash my hair. Got it. Got it. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not good fair. at styling hair, so. Oh, also me. Yeah. Yes. Understood. Okay. I have, so you're, this is not pandemic times. This is like when we actually go to an office. So you're in a job interview for like an amazing opportunity. You've like met with like several people. Everyone seems lovely. Like this is dream job situation can we just stop there and just can we just like manifest that can we just stop there and just go like 
make vision boards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're definitely not going to want to vision board this next part. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so it's going really well. You're vibing. You can see yourself here. Really good benefits. Really good salary. Really good position. Yada, yada, yada. Like dream job. At the end of the interview, it's gone really well. So the person is like, well, let's take you on a tour. And they're like walking you around and they're like, and your desk would be over here. And then you realize that your ex-boyfriend works there and you would have to sit next to him. Yeah, sucks for him. (laughs) (laughs) Would you take the job if they offered it to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sucks for him. Sorry, dude. Sorry, bro. But... I'm a big person. I can get over it. Hope you can too. <laughs> this is the perfect job, dream job, vibing, great salary, wonderful office, everything I want in the whole world, except for this one thing, which is I have to sit next to my ex-boyfriend. Wow, you're like very okay with this in a way that I would not be. Her face is like stunned to silence by my answer. Yeah. The thing is like, I don't actually disagree I would probably still take the job and hope that he quit (laughs) because you are temporary. The job is not. Also, seating arrangements are temporary. Maybe I, there's a draft. I am allergic to his cologne. Like, (laughs) people get moved, you know? Right. Um, I camp out in a conference room, you know? Maybe they've, I mean, if it's the perfect job, they probably allow you to work from home sometimes. Right. I work from home a lot. You know, like there are, my dream job is actually remote, so this would not impact it at all. Um, But I would be unhappy about it. I would be displeased. Yeah. I mean, so you're not, you're not disagreeing with me. You're just shocked at my cavalier style Yeah, you said yes too fast, and I'm upset about that. I get it. But so I have a slightly different. I mean, iteration. I will say, like, I don't. It's I. I don't have any like exes in my past that ended so dreadfully, terribly that I couldn't make small talk with him as much as he did. You know, like I, I guess, would never speak to him. But <laughs> that's the thing is, like, as much as needed is like you sit next to each other. You don't have to talk to each other. I'm not going to give up my dream job just because of some guy who has already probably screwed up my life in some other way at this yeah. point. Um, I would feel required to take the job out of spite. <laughs> See, no, that's not where my head is at. I'm not signing on to that. <laughs> no, I, I, this is where I would be. I would feel required to take the job out of spite and I would require, and I would be required that I do better at the job than he does, even if he works in a different department. It would be a requirement that I would be more popular at work than him. I would get everyone else on my side. Um, I would never bring up the fact that we dated. It would be as if we were strangers. I would not be nice to him, but I would also not be mean to him. But I would be more successful than him. And he can't do anything to you because you know his secret that he showers with his underwear on. And he knows that. Exactly. (laughs) I know all of his weird shit. Yes. That's what I would do. Slight variation. (laughs) which because I knew that this question might be too easy so perfect dream job sort of situation however you go into the job interview and you realize that the hiring manager is a dude that you went on a singular tinder date with what do you do do you acknowledge the fact that you went on a date do you never bring it up 
Do you still take the job? Do I remember him? No, I'm just kidding. You obviously I remember. I have to remember him. Does he remember me? You don't know. He doesn't bring it up. He doesn't bring it up. Does he have a look of recognition in his eyes? You can't tell. You're not sure. All right. I mean, I this to me, this is a hardcore it depends kind of answer. Yeah. If, if he sees me and there's that look of surprise slash recognition or in any way sort of says like, oh, hello, in a way that makes me think that he knows who I am, then cat's out of the bag. He remembers we had a bad date. Let's hope that he is still able to be impartial as my hiring manager, but maybe I just don't get that job, which sucks for me. But you can talk about it at face value at that point. You just be like, oh, yeah, we met that one time. Wasn't that funny? So sorry it didn't work out. Anyway, I'm actually a good employee. But if he doesn't make any signal of recognition at all. <laughs> Is that better or worse? It's funny because it's potentially better for my hiring prospects, but yeah. worse for my being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Because then you have to do that dance the whole time of like, do I say something? This is it feels weird. Do, that's like the walking down a hallway towards someone you think you recognize and you don't know whether to nod at them kind of feeling for like yeah. an yeah. hour long interview. Yeah. But I don't think I would bring it up in that case unless he did. Yeah. Because if he doesn't remember me, then why would I why would I start myself off on the wrong foot? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because right. if he doesn't remember you, you don't want to be like, hey, remember that one time we went on a date and I didn't want to go out with you again? Right. Or you didn't want to go out with me again? Either no. way, it's not good. Yeah, it's bad. Or you remember that one time we went out on a date and then he's like, no, I don't. And then he feels embarrassed. Or you feel crazy. Or plot twist, you find out he's married. Ooh. And he was when he went on that bad date. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no no good comes of it. I would say don't bring it up. Yeah, I wouldn't bring it up. I would just immediately be like, psh, psh, no, not a thing. Yeah. That never happened. That was a different woman, a different man. That was a different life. I have been reborn and that is, <laughs> that is not a part of my story. It's not a part of my narrative any longer. I don't know that girl. Who is she? What's a dating app? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I would just never bring it up. What What if he brought it up? I, I would be like, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know that girl. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is a job interview. Let's not talk about our dating life. Would you really? Would you really say that? No, I wouldn't. I would not because I don't want to gaslight my boss before he's my <laughs> boss. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm like listening to this like so impressed. Like, Wow. The confidence. No. <laughs> what a fucking bold move to be like. <laughs> or, also, I'm imagining him being like, no, like I, we went to that bar. Your name is Shelby. You told me about your two older brothers. You're from Ohio. You have that tattoo on your wrist. You, you seriously don't remember me? We went out like two months ago. Uh, I also think it, there is a strong... Like, how long ago did we go out? Yeah. Like, are we saying, like, four years ago we went out or, like, four months ago? Because those are different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was imagining more of the four years ago kind of realm because I just think if you went out four months ago, like, jig is up. Like, you walk in, there's that dude you went out with four months ago. Super awkward. 
I, I do love the image of you just being like, no, sir, that was not me. <laughs> I've never been on a date. Apparently, I have a doppelganger. I don't. Her name was also Shelby. Cool. At Bet. first, also, though, you didn't even say that wasn't me. You said, I'm not that girl anymore. <laughs> Like, I've had which, a come to Jesus which, moment. Which I love if it was, like, four years ago, because that makes me think, like, what were you four years ago? But I love even more if it was four months ago. Like, we, we went out last Saturday. I'm not a girl anymore. I don't know anymore. her. She is not me, and I am not her, sir. The girl that did shots that evening is not the woman you see before you. Why are you bringing up ancient history? I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I am not here for a history lesson. Um, He's no. like, I still thought it was in the window when you might get back to me. <laughs> hey, you didn't text me back yesterday. <laughs> Even four years ago, for you to be like, I'm not that woman anymore. <laughs> like... <laughs> never say that never say that because it it really really reflects badly on who you were before yeah you've completely disowned your past yeah, yeah really he's like wow i thought we had a pretty normal date but apparently <laughs> yeah no um if he so he can't he comes in what would your real response be if he was like oh shelby it's been a long time. So here's the problem. Because if honestly and truly, if we had gone out on a date four years ago, I would not remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Sansies. I would not know his name. I would know nothing about him. Especially because it was one date. So by that point, you usually don't even know the guy's last name if it's a, a dating app. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's no way I would remember him. I don't even know what I would say. It's hard for me to even, like, imagine. Because I guess it depends on what he says. If he's like, oh, Shelby, like, we met that one time. And I would be like, I guess I would probably just do the same thing I do when I see someone who I met at a party. And they're like, hey, like, you were friends of my friend. We met at that thing. I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. How have you been? And just like, like, you know, just been like, oh, silly me. I can't believe I didn't recognize you. Yeah. You're, how are you? You look so well. And yeah. just move on from there. I, yeah, I think that's all you can do. But if he doesn't bring it up, don't bring it up, I think is the moral of the story. Especially if it was like a very mediocre date. If he didn't do any, like, I would recognize him if he did something crazy. Um, right. But if he was just like a mediocre middle of the road dude who I just didn't happen to have chemistry with, I would be like, oh, you. Anyway, never mind. Like, <laughs> continue on as normal. And if he was an awful date, maybe you don't want to work there anyway. Oh, I mean, there are definitely people if I'm like, if that dude worked there, would not, would not work yeah. there. So anyway, that was fun. So what's the best animal to be kidnapped by? <laughs> oh, see, now finally, finally we've come across one that is difficult to answer. I think it's a kangaroo. <laughs> Put think, me in that pocket, you think yo. You're going to end up in that pocket, which, by the way, disgusting. I'll be little Joey in the pocket. 
You know, it's full of like blood and membranes and stuff, right? But the photo op. <laughs> the photo op. I guess like kidnapping is not usually about the photo op. Nope, <laughs> no, just that first photo where you hold up a newspaper in front of you. <laughs> Uh, okay, what's better than a kangaroo, then? Well, I don't know. This is going to take some time. <laughs> Do you not have your ideal animal kidnapping at the ready? I need to know. <laughs> I, I need to know a lot more. I'm okay. sorry, but you've opened a whole can of worms here. <laughs> worms? Would it be worms? Question. Okay. Is... <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have any answers because I have not thought about this question beyond what is the best animal to be kidnapped by. Well, presumably, worms would be an excellent answer because presumably the best animal to get kidnapped by is the one least likely to be able to hold you. Yeah, ones you can easily overpower. Ones you can easily get away with. If I was kidnapped by worms, I think I could get away. What if, what if I have already been kidnapped by worms? I just got away really fast. Right. <laughs> like every interaction with a worm is like uh, an attempted kidnapping. We're just very squirrely and they can't hold us. You know what? I think, I think that I have endured many attempted kidnappings by ticks. Yes, exactly. They and you're latched just like, on. Bye, bitch. Like, yeah, they, they, they latched on. They tried to, literally tried to suck the blood out of my body. They yeah. tried to control me, and I just threw them down the toilet. So are you saying ticks? Well, but I, that is that the spirit of the question? That's what I'm trying to ask. Because the best animal to be kidnapped by is one that cannot effectively kidnap you if your goal is not to be kidnapped which i'm assuming unless you want to be kidnapped but by that's, an animal what I'm do you want to go like, live amongst the otters i do and we've established this in previous episodes but what that's leads to my second question which is kidnapped for what purpose because kidnapped can be can lead to your death pretty easily. Are you? Being, yeah, they're not going to murder you. Are you being ransomed? Are you being murdered? Are you being used as a slave? Like what? I'm going to say that you're just like forced to live amongst them. Exactly. Now, see that changes things a lot. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, you're forced to live amongst them. You can never contact home, and they won't let you leave. But you are not like a a like a slave. Like they don't force you to work to the bone. They're not. They're not hurting you. So I guess puppies. I mean, like <laughs> not dogs, just puppies. <laughs> they they I age out. My kidnappers age out. By the young and dumb ones. Do you trust the puppies to find you food? Well, what's I mean? But you just said you're just living among them. I can still yeah. find myself food. My my thinking was no cold weather animals. Don't want some polar bears or arctic foxes up here. Yeah, I mean, definitely I, not polar bears. No, I I don't want to live anywhere uninhabitable. You know what this actually is? It's like a Tarzan situation. What animal do you want to be adopted by? See, now that adopted is a different and question. raised by. Oh man, this is blowing my mind. This is Hannah really likes the animal questions I'm learning. 
I do. I do like the animal questions and animals in general. I think that Hannah's not going to pick an aquatic animal. Absolutely not. (laughs) That goes without saying. I hate the ocean. I think it would be dope to live amongst the dolphins. I love dolphins and dolphins are one of my very favorite animals, but I don't want to live. Yeah. That with you can't breathe underwater. How do you live amongst the dolphins? I don't know. You live on the beach and you swim with them every day. But then you just live on the beach. You don't live amongst the dolphins. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool to live amongst horses. You do love horses. Yeah, I like horses a lot. I think that'd be fun, especially if they like let me ride them because obviously I wouldn't be able to keep up. Hmm. It would be cool to live amongst a tree dwelling. Like, Tarzan's dope because he can just, like, swing from trees and shit because the monkeys taught him. So that would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool if you if it was an animal that you could learn skills from, you right, know? Right, yeah, exactly. The thing is, like, I'm not going to choose anything aquatic or that lives in cold weather. I'm not going to choose, like, a bird because you can't live. You can't live, fly with them. Yeah, yeah, you can't live amongst them. Um, so we're really talking, like, mammals and reptiles. And reptiles are out. Yeah. Imagine a world of, of of dogs, you know? Honestly, it's not bad. Like, they have, like, those dog islands and stuff. I know that that seems like such a pedestrian answer, but I'm just trying to think of, like, what animal would I really want to spend my life with? What about hippos? I just saw a CNN article that Pablo Escobar's hippos have invaded rivers in Colombia and need to be culled because they are messing up the local wildlife. That makes sense to me. Um, Monkeys are smart, though. Elephants. (gasps) That's a good answer. That's a very good answer. You could ride them. That might be my answer. They're funny and smart and stuff. Yeah, I hate to steal your answer, but I think that might be it. Okay, you can have elephants. I'll have horses. Okay. Uh, And we can end on that note. Tell me about your hypothetical world. Well, I live amongst the elephants now, and I've been... Some ticks tried to kidnap me, but were unsuccessful. (laughs) You have that dream job where you sit next to your ex-boyfriend, but you also live amongst the elephants. I was trying to figure out how these... Those two things went together. That's that's why that's where I was. Well, your stuck. dream job is being an elephant, and apparently he's an elephant trainer. <laughs> Question mark. So I have to sit next to my ex, who was an elephant trainer. It sucks that he's your trainer. Like he's the one in charge of what food you get and stuff. But is he? How could he be my coworker then? <laughs> I wonder if that's how elephants see the zookeepers. <laughs> As their coworkers. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's just Jeff. Yeah. I mean, it probably seemed more like their household staff, right? Like, yeah, right. We are my servant. He brings me food every day. Um, And I'm married to Blue. <laughs> Listen, I think this is the first time when I have not been able to successfully make a hypothetical sounding world from you have an espresso maker (laughs) yeah because i live amongst the elephants but still have a day job with next to my ex-boyfriend i'm married to the color blue i'm having sex with the color yellow i have an espresso maker living amongst them and 
I keep going out on dates with this guy who washes his underwear in a shower? Yeah. Um, mine is not that different. I live amongst the horses. I work. I thrive next to my ex-boyfriend. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking the color red. That's my world. It's been a weird one. Yeah, it's, it's like a weird fever dream, and I am sorry that it got so out of hand, you guys, but... You're welcome. And if you have any questions that you want to hear on the show, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram or an email at argumentsaboutnothing at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us this week. Yeah, if uh, if you haven't done so before, we'd love it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast. If you would tell a friend, um, you know, small podcasts like this, it's all just about word of mouth. So... I do understand that it might be difficult to explain based on what you've just heard for the last hour, but just just make them listen to it. They'll catch on. Yeah. Um, and thank you to Allison Fields for our logo. And until next time, keep fighting.